Okay, but I said something on the parasha. Um, the Rabbeinu Shalaylam told Yaakov Avinu to leave Lavan's house in this week's parasha and go back to his homeland in Eretz Yisrael. So after he got that tzivo, he got that command from the Rabbeinu Shalaylam, he went to his wives and he got consent, which is a beautiful thing, by the way. Agav, interesting idea. The Torah dedicates, if I'm not mistaken, about eight or nine psukim. That he went to his wives and he explained to them how he has to leave and where he has to go. They asked Akasha, why couldn't he just say, I don't understand, hello, Hashem told me, we gotta go. No, no, he took the time and the patience to describe and explain to his wives why he has to go, where he's going, as opposed to just saying, okay, we're going, Hashem said so. There's a lesson in that by itself. Right? Sometimes we know what the right thing is to do. We have to do something. Sometimes we know we have to do X, Y, and Z. We have to do Aleph, Beis, Gimel, whatever it may be. So there are two ways of doing it. Either we could just plow ahead and do it. What do you mean? Hashem says it's a mitzvah. Got to do it. Or we could do it in a way that's palatable to other people. By explaining it to people. By making it shmah. The chenach says by the mitzvah of having honey, of not having honey, by a carbon, it's all avichas which we're not going to go into, he talks about the idea of giving reasons. And the Chenech says that it's so important for people nowadays to understand why we do things. Which is a shmuz b'fnei maybe we have to go about a different time. But just on that nakuda, how Yaakov Avinu went to his wives and he explained to them why, as opposed to just saying, God said, we're off. No. He took the time. Eight, nine, suck him in the Torah. Every pasuk is chashav, every word is chashav, every letter is chashav. And yet we find that Yaakov Avinu spent the time to do that. By the way, that's an interesting insight. That shows that it's never a waste of time to sit down with someone, to explain, to understand, to make him understand. It's a beautiful thing. We should all try to do that with our own lives. And Beis HaShem, when you have children, you do the same thing with your children as well. It's the greatest thing you'll ever do is sit down with your children and explain to them things. Have a conversation. Make a relationship. But that's already all different shmoos. But upon him, he went to get Meshus from his wives. And leaving Lovan's house, Hashem told him to do so. And he set out with his family on the return to his homeland, to his home, homeland where he came from. Lovon, as we know, discovered, uh-oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> Where's he gone? Where are my daughters? What, he's stealing them from me? What's happening over here? The whole story that, you know, plays out in this week's parasha. And he started chasing after them. Right, Lovon chased, and eventually he managed to overtake them. During the exchange between them, Yaakov Avinu accuses Lovon of being deceitful and uh, changing the terms and conditions of his job and of his wages and employment a hundred times. A hundred times. So that charge... Yeah. He, he, no, he no, no, no. One hundred times did you change it. Okay? And Lovin, by the way, didn't deny that, which is interesting. So I want to tell you an amazing thing. Listen to this story. It's amazing. And there's a safer we have in the Bismedrash, Yalas Hashacha, from Ravaren Leib Steinman Zatzal. One of the Gedolei Adorah from our generation. He brings the Alshech HaKadosh. The Alshech HaKadosh says an amazing, amazing drasha that he once gave in Tzvas. There's the shul of the Alshech in the Dabba by the Alshech. Alshech HaKadosh. So he brings over there a drasha that the Alshech gave in Tzvas. Listen to this. The Alshech gave a drasha in Tzvas where he described in detail all 100 ways in which Lovan tried to cheat Yaakov Avinu. Now, if you want to look them up, you can look 
at the Yimar al brings it, the Sesechahomim brings it, whatever it was. But Akaponim, the Alshech HaKadosh gave a drasha in Tzvas one Shabbos, going through the 100 ways that Lovan actually cheated Yaakov Avinu. Now the Arizal was actually there, right, during that drasha. And at one point, he laughed in the middle of the speech. Now there's nothing funny. The Alshech wasn't making jokes. But the Arizal in the middle of the speech laughed. Okay. At the end of the speech, at the end of the speech, the Alshach HaKadosh finished the Joshua, I don't know. He said to the Arizal, Rebbe, why did you laugh in the middle of the speech? It makes no sense. Like, I didn't say a joke. You randomly laughed in the middle of a speech. Like, what happened, right? And the Arizal replied, because there are many people in the speech, and I noticed we had a special guest at the speech, and that was Lovan himself. Lovan himself was actually present at the speech, and as I watched, and as you went through the 100 ways that Lovon cheated Yaakov, Lovon was nodding, saying, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. By one of them, right, by one of them, the tricks that you mentioned, Lovon muttered to himself, oh, what a shame, I didn't think about that one. I wish I could have done that one. And that caused me, said the Arizal, to laugh. Now, it's a fascinating story. How does that work? What does it mean? That we're not going into. But Zukov Ravaran Lev Steinman has following idea. And he shows to us how Lavon was obviously not alive and the other two came down. But yet still had the same midah of deceitfulness, of cheating, even as he had left the world. Zukov Ravaran that shows us that he showed like this. The midahs that we are in this world, the midahs that we work on, that we become, that we perfect in this world, is what keeps us for eternity. The bad midas that we keep, the bad midas that we don't work on in this world, we're going to keep those in the next world. Those last for eternity. And that's a very scary thing. Because we all have midas. And the Vilna Goin says we are put on this world, the tikkun amidas. That's what the Vilna Goin says. The entire purpose of our being on this world is for tikkun amidas. That means if we don't work on these midas, on our characteristic traits, if we don't work on ourselves, we're going to keep those midas for the next world. And that's going to stay with us forever, as we see from the Alshik story over here. And that's something that we should be scared of. And that's something we should think about. That's something we should contemplate. Work on our midas, work on our character, to become a better person, a less angry person, a less jealous person, a, 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 a less gaiva, a less haughty, whatever it may be, each person has their midas. We're learning Orcha Sadiqim. Orcha Sadiqim goes through all of the midas. It's so important to work on it, because it's not down in this world only. We keep with us for the next world. And that's something that we have to remember. And that's something I think that the message of this week's parasha, let's work on the midas, let's work on our character traits, because if we work on them now, we will keep those midas toivos forever as well.